0: Before we start today's podcast, The Truth About Ageing wish to acknowledge that this episode has been recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. We pay our deepest respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the Ghana people as the custodians of the Adelaide region and that their cultural and heritage beliefs are still as important to the living Ghana people today. everyone and welcome to the Truth About Aging podcast. I'm your host, Kate Helmore. Each week we'll be unpacking your questions about the aged care sector, discussing how to age well, grow old and make informed decisions. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the Truth About Aging podcast. Firstly, at the top, I wanted to jump in and say happy International Women's Day. If you're listening to this when the episode goes live on the 9th, it was yesterday, the 8th of March. I just think International Women's Day is such a beautiful time for us to stop and reflect on the powerful, strong, incredible women in our lives. If you yourself identify as a woman, happy International Women's Day to you. I think it's a time to really celebrate our strength and power and, yeah, also take some time to acknowledge the other incredible women in our lives. So just wanted to throw that in there at the top. Today, we're going to be talking all things home care packages. So I have done a few episodes in the past on home care packages. So feel free to jump back. Most of them are right near the beginning Episode two, we talked about all the different home care options. Episode five was about home care packages specifically. And episode six was about how to choose a service provider. So there's lots of information back in those early episodes. But I have been getting a lot of questions coming through. So I thought it was time to do a bit of a refresh, recap episode and also to answer some of those specific questions So to start with more broadly, we'll just go over how to access a home care package. So if you don't receive any services in your home at all and you're looking to access some help at home, the overarching kind of contact place to go is called My Aged Care. Now, My Aged Care look after all aged care services in Australia. So they're the big umbrella that look after home care packages, Commonwealth Home Support Program, things like respite and residential care. All of those things sit under the My Aged Care umbrella. So depending on how you prefer to contact people, there is a lot of information available on their website, which is myagedcare.gov.au. But typically, I guess if you wanted to get a little bit more information, you can also give them a call. So their number is 1-800-200-422. Now, I do also have an episode on contacting my aged care and I guess kind of what to be aware of and what they're going to ask for when you contact them. So worth jumping back through there I think that was episode three that we covered that. so there is a lot of specific information in that episode. but essentially my aged care look after all of those aged care services for Australia. So that's your main contact point. To access a home care package, you would be either completing there's an online form that you can put through about why you're needing help and what you're needing help with to determine if you're eligible for a home care package or for an assessment for a home care package. And likewise, they can also do the same assessment over the phone to check your eligibility criteria. If you have difficulty with either of those measures, I would suggest maybe getting in touch with your local council and they may have someone that can assist you with that process. Or you can also do it through people like your GP um, or having a friend or family member sit down and do it with you too. You will need to be present for the assessment because they'll need to verify that they're happy for someone to speak on your behalf. But getting in contact with them is your very first starting point to accessing a home care package. Now, I have said previously, but I will use this opportunity to reiterate again, there are considerable wait times for a home care package. So I don't want people thinking you can just call up, they'll do an assessment and then they'll give you your level one, two, three or four tomorrow. Depending on how high a package you need and how complex your care needs are, there's typically a longer wait for those higher level packages. So your level 1s and 2 packages, you might be waiting 6 to 12 months maybe versus your level 3s and 4s, you could be waiting more 12 to 18, 24 months. There's a number of factors that contribute to that, partly based on how high a priority you are. There are different priority ratings, but to be honest, to be a high priority... There needs to be some very considerable risk to yourself and your ability to continue living at home. It's quite rare to have a high priority package. So I wouldn't expect that as a basis. One of the biggest things I talk to my clients about and talk to my family and friends about is getting into the system sooner rather than later. One of the best things you can do, and what we really pushed for with my grandma, which we ended up getting over the line was to apply when you think you might even just be a level one. So a level one is very basic care needs. To give you an idea of the different funding, because it does vary quite a bit depending on whether you're a level one, two, three or four. A level one is considered basic care needs and is just over $9,000 a year. A level two is considered low care needs and is just under $16,000 a year. A level three is intermediate care needs and is $34,500 a year. And a level four is considered high care needs and is just over $52,000 a year. So as you can see, they jump up quite significantly, the difference in funding between a level one and a level four, but that can be why it's really helpful to get into the system early on and have those assessments when you might only be a level one or a level two just so that you're already set up and you have a provider or even if it is yourself, but there's someone that's there to advocate for you as your needs increase so that hopefully you can apply for reassessment for higher levels before you desperately need them. I think one thing we see in the sector a lot is people coping at home, coping at home, just keeping on top of it, really not wanting to accept any help until they reach a breaking point. And then they desperately need services and they need them yesterday. (laughs) And unfortunately, the whole system is not set up to support that kind of urgency. Even if you were assessed today and you're a high priority, it's not going to come tomorrow. There is still wait times to serve, even for high priority clients. That I can't stress enough the importance of getting in early and starting off, even if it's just you're starting off with a level one and it might just be someone coming once a month to do your cleaning, or once a fortnight to do your gardening, or some of those really basic, quite unobtrusive, infrequent services. But starting with something really basic, like a level one, can help when you do need to access the support, because you already have everything set up and in place. And instead of starting a whole new assessment and approaching my age care from the start, you can then apply for reassessment, which is a little bit easier to process, but also often you have your service provider looking out for you as well. And they might be the one to say to you, look, I can see that these things are starting to get a little bit harder or that you've said you're starting to feel a little bit less safe driving or that it's getting harder to change the sheets on the bed. Or sometimes you're needing your daughter to come and help cook meals, whatever it is that's changing along the way your service provider can then use that information to advocate for a higher level home care package where it's needed. Now, worth noting on that as well, My Aged Care are very, very, very unlikely going to give you a higher level package if there's any funding still left in your current package. So if you have anything over kind of $1,000 in your home care package, it's unlikely they will let you apply for a higher level. Now on the funding just quickly, so we went through how much you get for each level package. It's worth noting that that is paid as a daily subsidy to you. So if you're on a level one package, you don't get $9,026.45 upfront. That is paid to you well to the service provider as a daily subsidy. So if we divide that up by 365 days, it's $24.73 a day. So normally providers will do it on a month-by-month basis and do your statement monthly. So let's say in a 30-day month, you have $741.90 to spend. So I've had a few questions come through about the difference between a package being managed by a service provider or a self-managed home care package. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time today digging into the difference between those two and kind of the pros and cons of each of those options. So typically the majority of people will have a service provider manage their home care package. So that means that when you are assigned your home care package, it'll say on your letter from My Aged Care, you've been assigned a level three and you can now choose who you would like your service provider to be. So that's when you can go out to the market and as the consumer, you have the opportunity to choose who you would like to manage your package. Now, as I said, if you want to know the things to look out for and what to potentially ask about, I encourage you to go back to episode six of the podcast because I really go into detail about the questions to ask service providers. But essentially, you get to choose who you're going to go to and they would then be responsible for managing your package. So that means that they would liaise with you about any services. They would help you manage your budget. They would come out and do reviews with you semi-regularly to make sure that your package is still meeting your needs. They can advocate on your behalf with My Age Care when you need a higher level home care package or greater support. They often also do things like hospital discharge planning so that they can act as an intermediary to make sure that your needs are being advocated for when you're in hospital and that if your wishes are to come home, then they can really discuss what the home care package provider can be doing to support you at home. They really are responsible for the whole management of your home care package. And for the majority of people, that's really helpful because it's one less thing you need to worry about, particularly if you're not feeling confident in the system. It's somebody that can explain to you how it works and help you navigate that. But ultimately, they're responsible for working through that with you. So you don't need to worry about where every dollar's going or which worker is going to be attending each of your services. It really takes that stress of it off you and sits then with the home care package provider. So I think that's probably one of the main benefits of having a service provider is that they do all that coordination for you. And particularly in my experience, as your needs become more complex is probably when it's even more beneficial to have someone looking out for that for you. I think arguably people could manage a level one or maybe level two, they could self-manage. But particularly when you're getting up to your levels threes and fours, it really can become quite complex. And I think for you to maximize your funding and use it well without the stress of having to do it yourself, having a service provider is really beneficial for them to manage that service for you. I guess the disadvantages of having a service provider is probably the cost. So each service provider will charge you a package management and care management fee. So these two fees are universal across all of the providers. So it means that you can directly compare them to each other because they both charge these two fees. But that is essentially the the management fee that they're charging you to look after your home care package. Now, you don't pay for that personally. That comes out of your home care package funding. So let's say you're a level one and you've got just over $9,000 a year. It might be that your package management and care management fees end up totaling 1500 across the year. So instead of having $9,000 to spend, you have $7,500 to spend. So that's probably the biggest downfall is that it does chew up some of that home care package funding for them to manage your package However, I think arguably the advantages outweigh the disadvantages a lot of the time. With the caveat that I said before, I think potentially if anyone's going to do it, the lower level packages are probably easier to self-manage. But particularly when you're getting up to those threes and fours, having someone oversee that can be incredibly beneficial. Probably the only other part to that is if you have a friend or family member that is already in the aged care sector and has capacity to be able to manage it for you, That might be another time where it's suitable or appropriate for them to manage your home care package rather than you paying a service provider. So now we're jumping into self-managed home care packages. So every home care package needs at least one person responsible as the, the care manager to supervise the management and use of the funds. So as we said, typically that's done through a home care provider, which is your fully managed care But you can also do self-managed care, which means you, a relative or a friend, are the one responsible for managing those funds. So firstly, it's important to note that for you to do self-managed care, that's normally still through a home care provider. So you normally have a service provider and you'll say, I'd like to choose your self-managed option. And they then are pretty much the, I guess, in-between person to go, yep, okay, great, Here's your funding. Now you can choose what to do with it. And they'll provide a little bit of assistance in terms of what you can and can't access. But ultimately, it becomes your responsibility to manage that funding. You don't have a coordinator or anybody to provide advocacy or advice. It's essentially you managing those services. Now, I guess the main advantages of that are that you have full control over how you spend your money. So you can see all of your options and if your care needs change, you can adapt your package around that and see directly how it affects your budget and your care needs. It also does pretty much in most circumstances, if not all, save you money because they typically have higher package management fees for a fully managed fund they're normally significantly lower for self-managed home care packages because instead of them paying for a coordinator or a consultant to manage the package for you you're essentially taking on that responsibility yourself so as we were saying before with the say $9,000 and 1500 is their fees it might be that of the $9,000 you only pay $500 in fees so instead you end up with 8500 to spend across the year so Worth having a look at what the differences in the fees are and if it's worth it to you. So for some people, that extra bit of money is so worth it that they will happily take on the responsibility for managing their package. However, for others, they might not have the capacity or the ability to be able to self manage. So having somebody else take that on and look after that responsibility for them is worth every cent. So I guess the disadvantages to having a self-managed home care package is that it can come with some challenges. So your home care provider is still legally required to host your package funds to make sure that how you're using them is compliant. So just because you're self-managing doesn't mean that you can then go, I've decided I'm going to use it to pay my electricity bill and I'm going to buy a new computer and I'm going to go on a holiday because it still has to be within the requirements of what home care package funding can be used for. So you do still need to coordinate with your provider to some extent to make sure that your care and services fit within that. The other part is that if you choose to self-manage, you will be spending a lot of time on administrative tasks. So Part of that is that you need to be able to recognize and reassess your own needs and know when your care plan needs reviewing or when you need to go to MyAgeCare and ask for a high-level package. One of the key bits as well is that you're directly responsible for choosing and rostering your care workers. So for some people, this is fantastic freedom in that they go, great, I'm only going to book the worker that I want and that's the only person I'm going to have. However, (laughs) if there are staff shortages or if those people aren't available, it is your responsibility to fill the service. There's nobody else looking after your staff for you and you have to arrange that directly. Probably the other part of self-managing a home care package is that you're responsible for monitoring and managing a budget and also managing all of your invoices. So you need to be able to work out how much money you're going to have available within your home care package to spend And looking at all the invoices to make sure that they're correct when they're coming through and being processed. They also say you need to be confident with reviewing a bank statement and identifying anything that looks incorrect. You do need to keep records and receipts for any services, care, and products that you purchase, and often need to pay invoices with a debit card online or over the phone so that you can access those services as you need them and then potentially have them reimbursed through your home care package. I guess also tying in with that is that you're then responsible for resolving any disputes in regards to payments and services. Essentially, as I've kind of said, you are responsible for the management of the package. So the things that your service provider would normally be responsible for and do for you, all of that sits directly with you. So pros being you get a lot more autonomy and you can manage your funds how you want to. Cons being It is all up to you. There's nobody else to really go back to and to advocate for you, it sits solely with you. So that's why I kind of say, if you are a level one or two package and maybe it's just fortnightly cleaning that you're looking after, that's quite doable. Versus if you're a level four with twice daily services, medication administration, you're having home modifications and you need purchase of continence aids regularly, in my opinion, That's where you're far more beneficial having someone coordinate that for you versus taking on that stress yourself. However, that is going to vary greatly from individual to individual based on your own needs, but also what family and friend support you have as well. Because if you have someone that says, you know what, I'm more than happy to take this on and I'll manage the whole thing for you. They have a background in aged care and they understand the ins and outs of home care packages. Amazing. Go for it. But I would just encourage people to weigh up the pros and cons before jumping into self-management. Other thing worth being aware of, if you try self-management and you don't like it, you can then move to a service provider. So you're not locked in forever. There's options to move away from that model of care if you don't like it. Okay, I think that's probably all for today because there is a lot of info packed in there. Home care packages are one of my favorite types of service within Australia that we offer. And it's something I'm really passionate about. So if you have any other questions or specific scenarios that you want to run through, please get in touch with me. You can either do that through our Instagram at The Truth About Aging, through our Facebook page, The Truth About Aging Podcast or through the contact form on our website, which is www.thetruthaboutaging.com.au. I appreciate it's complex and I appreciate that. Really, I would probably need about 15 episodes to go into the full depth of home care packages. But I hope today has been a helpful refresher and answered some of those questions more specifically about self-managed versus having a home care package provider fully manage your funds for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will speak to you again next week and I hope you have a beautiful week between now and then. Bye.